0: Before we start today's episode, I want to talk about today's sponsor. As always, Guerrilla Graphics Design Agency. We our video that we just put out, the Tinder Gang, uh, it, besides being nominated for a student film, it's killing it on you um, on Facebook and YouTube. It has hundreds of views coming in. This is the best comp- one of the best companies that you can hit up in the state. Period. Having personally collaborated several times, they I can tell you they know their shit. When we were in that you know that shooting environment uh the crew they they knew what was going on so i love these guys please hit them up head over to www graphics.com fx dot com for all your design needs today
1: all right ladies and gentlemen <laughs> Welcome to the McAllister's Hour Show. Uh, yeah, episode I, I am your host, <laughs> Cole, Coleman. I love it. Let's keep it. Let's keep it. <laughs> Let's just jump right they in. Really good. Uh, do you like going by Cole or Coleman? You I to. go by
0: Coleman. Thank you for uh, asking. Yeah. You Coleman. know, I just filmed an episode with, uh, I, I, I love him, but fuck him. <laughs> 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 Historically, na- not really. Historically inaccurate podcast. The whole episode, they called me Cole. And it was such
1: like, a weird See.
0: Because mm-hmm. I was in uh, I was in Cedar uh, Cedar Rapids, right. completely different city and a completely different studio, and I, it was like their home turf basically. And I was mm-hmm. doing a podcast in their home turf, so I didn't have like the balls at the time to be like, "Um, you need to call me Coleman." So like, but yeah, I'm just yeah, listening back and stuff. Bit, yeah. I'm like every time they called me Coleman, like God <laughs> damn it. <laughs> So thank you for asking. Yes, um, I know. I know people call you Dean a lot, so I appreciate that we can have the transparency for you to be like, "Yo, I'm Dion, bitch." <laughs> Dion and this motherfucker. But well, actually, it's DK. That's great. Right. Okay,
1: so you don't even confuse it. You don't even. You see D and you see K. You can only say it one way. DK. Unless, you know, unless you have some. Fuck yeah. And we are also trying to say by his brother, uh, D Day
0: 19, is that correct? Or not D Day, Day Day 19, yeah, correct? Yep. How you doing, man? Doing pretty good. Doing good. Pretty good. This is your first podcast, you were saying. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Starting out strong. Great. Good job. Good job. I just want to say, it
1: sounds like you were saying his name yeah. is Day Day 19, like 19 is part of his name, but you're saying. Oh, yeah. Did you think that? Oh, I thought okay, so it's just day, day. That, yeah, that's my age, 19. Okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I had a feeling. I'm like, man, you sound like he shot it out day. of the yeah. Yahoo account. Yo, you know, I, I, I did too many podcasts, day, I, just, 19, I read something, I got like, <laughs>
0: I got motherfuckers like send me shit with all caps and symbols. <laughs> and then, like, at this point in the game, I'm like, whatever,
2: man. Right. <laughs>
1: we're gonna adjust as we go. <laughs> yeah.
0: what, what went into your name? Why'd you settle on that?
2: Uh, that was actually my mom, she got it from Friday, <laughs> so when I I was oh. born, uh, yeah, from the movie Friday, Uh when I was born, she just always called me that. And uh, from Beetlejuice, she should wake me up with uh, the song, Dayo, me say Dayo. So I just always stuck with Day-Day ever since. <laughs> it's been a thing I've always went by. What's
1: what's your real name? Because I don't even know it.
2: Government name? <laughs> <laughs> dejon <laughs> dejon Yeah, and I feel like a lot of people call me Dejon, so I was like, Day-Day's a lot easier, so I'm just letting to them call me Day-Day. So
1: just went by that ever since, ever since I was born <laughs> as you can see our parents struggled with <laughs> getting the names that actually pronounced <laughs> right pronounced <laughs> 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 you know that would be pronounced correctly but it's cool yeah that's part of it right uh
0: so you guys have started uh kind of well you started your group the two day visuals right mm-hmm. two I, GD, I got the you know? the uh the number there is right right the two the two day <laughs> yeah two day visuals yeah <laughs> yeah um so what uh what goes into that what uh you know what started that for you guys, and what are you guys doing with that?
2: Um. Well, well right now we're doing a Thursday music videos, a remix to every song right now. And uh, I'm, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's doing the rap, and I'm doing the videos. Uh, and okay. to make, and to
1: make it clear, it's a production. It's his production right, company. DVD. Yeah, it's yeah. Not two a, not oh, two okay, okay.
2: production. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, He came up with the name out of nowhere. He was like, you like this name? I was like, ooh, I kind of like that. I'm going to think of other names at first, but uh, I ain't thinking that because I kind of liked that name the best. So I was like, ooh, I like that. Because uh, uh, Tuesdays, we used to post videos every day on Tuesdays because uh, we had a uh, boxing uh, boxing thing going on, like working out. I used to post videos every Tuesday, so it's like two days vis- uh, two days visuals, so, like two days, and like on Tuesdays too. So like, mm. it, yeah. worked, it worked perfect. And then <laughs> day day is two of them, so two days <laughs> so it's just perfect. So I like, I like that name. I like that.
0: Y'all always have like, it, like, cause like I remember when we talked to you last time. You have things where like you intertwine. You have like mm-hmm. multiple different, yeah, music yeah, multiple well, really, yeah, it's multiple things too. Yeah, you guys things. are clever. Right? Yeah. It's it's obviously genetic. I can see.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and there's multiple of
1: those, multiple <laughs> <laughs> genetics. <laughs> right, right, right. Hell yeah! So, what, uh,
0: what, um, inspired you guys to start doing this, like these videos every day, um, you know, is it just marketing or like what was gone? What I don't know. What started you to do that?
1: Exactly. Yeah. Uh, many things. I mean, because uh, like you said, we we got it, there's there's always multiple things to what goes into what we're doing. So, uh, the the main thing was, um, he he needs something to practice on he yeah. just he, he's been doing videos for now what six six months yeah yeah, six months. Mm. um so it's like having that you know he's like yo i need actors nobody's trying to be on the camera yeah that's that's <laughs> the first thing so it's like well we yeah. i got you i've already had this idea of doing um something on, on a consistent basis <laughs> doing something every week to give um to give my audience and also myself that discipline of like being committed like like your podcast like when you do that you just have a you your, your days look different you know yeah. um and and the other part of it is that this summer uh, i'm coming out with a mixtape so um we're going to be uh dropping it on thursday so that's why we're dropping the remixes on thursday so it's on. it's i'm not going to say the date yet because i'm kind of holding it holding it back uh i got a got a uh, visual coming to you to kind of promote that but um it's going to be on a thursday so it's kind of building up the anticipation for the mixtape Hell also yeah, getting no. a new audience i'm doing remixes to different songs like i, I you know i've done uh slim shady polo g mm-hmm. um i've done kato um earth gang um 50 cent we just did uh kendrick lamar yeah, i got i exactly. i'm writing one right now to let y'all know i'm writing one to uh ll cool j mm-hmm. i got, oh, I, got I got i need a beat you know coming to you soon like yeah it's it's just fun to like dive into these different styles as a as a um mc and then we get to work as brothers to like come up with the visual you know
0: yeah um how has that been like collaborating as brothers like like i cuz i i don't have any brothers i just have younger sisters so i i mean i don't understand that aspect of it but like a, a, you know also like working with a family member like do you think that there's
1: um you know what are the pros
0: and cons of that i guess
2: hmm.
1: I'm going to let him start off with that because uh, I'm curious to what he has to say cause I know <laughs> well, what I'm... Like, I don't know. It's different just having the relationship with
2: your brother. If like I can just talk about anything to him and just kind of be just... I don't know. It's a little different. I don't know. It's just, it's just different. It's kind of ha- having a friend, but I don't know. Just having that blood is a little different.
1: I don't
2: know. <laughs> that's all, that's like all I can ever say. Yeah. Well, there's
1: There's a level of honesty. Yeah. That <clears> we can throat> have, throat> like... I'm not like, especially now. I'm, I'm I'm 26. He's 19. Yeah. It's like yeah. when when there's certain things like c- certain things that I wish I would have had that discipline of like, hey, we we're trying to be on time. Hey, we're trying to do this. We're trying to do these things. Oh yeah, so, definitely. Yeah. So you know, having that having that um comfortability to be able to say those things helps him get sharper and would have helped you know. And I look at it as like that would help me get sharper. So um you know able to uh provide that for him i i think you know is it, it feels good as an older brother to be able to um sharpen his skills you know and provide the space to be able to go further with what he's trying to do
0: yeah uh i mean i can imagine that <clears throat> yeah like you said that brutal honesty i feel like it's really hard to find that with like a regular audience yeah. you know it's really easy to get like the yes people like Mm -hmm. yeah you're doing great and it's like you know i I love that that's great but like when someone really is like hey you know i really liked it but you could have done this a little better like i I really appreciate that person Mm -hmm. i keep that in mind you Mm -hmm.
1: know yes and that's actually been the topic of discussion for us because yeah in (laughs) our
2: i've (laughs) I've messed up so many times on the edit and i just had to keep going back and back but some people like it's like it's like just little things like it'll be like the uh, on s that had now the comma on it and I'll, I'll miss that. But he's like, yeah, you need that. So I have to like redo the video, resave mm-hmm. it. Some people might be like, that's okay. You ain't got to put it on there. But he definitely makes sure I'm on point. so.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, we were talking about this before. Like, I'm in video production as well, so yeah. Yeah, if you ever need help or anything, we could definitely collaborate. Yeah, That'd be sure. tight. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. 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 What? Uh, what? Do you have any other like uh, film type of projects? Or are you kind of just focusing on? Uh,
2: well, every everything? Saturday um, we do boxing at the Barnum Factory in uh, uh, Austin. I post it on his YouTube, Austin Coleman uh, sparring. Uh, we just do rounds. We just do sparring, and I just record them. So that's a little other thing I do. Oh, so that's I, fun. Yeah. Just record boxing videos.
0: Yeah. Have you guys ever done? boxing or anything like that, fighting stuff.
2: Well, I do Wing Chun, he also does Wing Chun too, so. Mm-hmm. What's that? I, I'm not Wing familiar.
1: Chun Kung Fu. Uh, you've heard of the Ip Man movies, Ip Man. Yeah. Uh, you never heard of them? No. So, uh, uh, <laughs> it's pretty good. I know, you've heard it's pretty of Bruce cool Lee though. Yeah, yeah. So sure. Bruce, oh, yeah, Lee yeah, created, no, Bruce, Bruce Lee created Bruce Lee created a um his own fighting style called jit Kundo. jit Kundo is based off of Wing Chun principles. He started with Wing Chun before he uh, intertwined kickboxing with it. And that's why he has that like side sidestep um that's, that he's kind of on his toes that's for his long kicks but he's in wing chun um structure and like principle mm. um and uh i have a sifu out in la who's from hong kong who trained from the same person that taught bruce lee which his name was uh wong shin lung which was Itman's top student um definitely watch i'd recommend watching the movies they're pretty pretty badass i watched wow. the first one um and that's what kind of inspired me and then i looked up online i was like in my mind i was actually his age 19 and i'm like i'm about to go to hong kong i'm about to go learn this fighting style because this is beautiful um and then i typed it up and it ended up being right here in des moines i was like i bet like and it was like first class free so i went and checked them out um, and it, it, it was cool environment, and uh, I, I learned that their seafood was actually in LA, and that he was from Hong Kong. So I'm like, this is this feels like it's all aligned. I'm about to go out there, and I I, I went out there uh, a total of three times. Uh, the first time was half a month, and the other two were full months. And I got to like sit and it's like you know it's like my own Karate Kid movie. I'm in the backyard of my seafood. I'm waking up and like you know in in his yard and there's other people who come and train and we train literally 8 hours a day. I'm reading wing chun books, watching wing chun videos. He only has he has <laughs> all his DVDs in his his little bunkhouse. He he rents out his little bunkhouse 20 dollars a night and he has all his DVDs and then like three random movies. Like he had Billy Madison, he had uh the movie um I think it was called Green Day. No, no. There was this one about like uh passports and stuff and like <laughs> immigrants and i don't know it was, it was a good movie um, i actually really enjoyed it um and then there was another one but anyways um so that's all i did for 30 days and um then i'd come back here train it with the the fellows who did it here but um i started training you i mean it was a while ago when i first started training yeah. you, but you like really got into it like i think was it was last year yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: damn so how long have you been doing it then to, in total Would...
1: so i started when i was nineteen uh um, oh, wow. okay. but I, I i wasn't i wasn't as consistent with it because uh I, I i trained that and then i had to come here raise money go yeah, back there but sure. then i also started doing the survival training that i was into at the time so i ended oh, up going wow. to new jersey on the opposite side of the country of the uh of la um so i was uh yeah i wasn't i wasn't as committed to the wing chun but uh recently i i would say it was like the last two three years of my life i've been the most committed to it mm-hmm. And I've, yeah, it's 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 fun. You know, we we've been sparring now. He, he finally got into the spar session. <laughs> just a, little a couple bit, times, just a little,
2: two times. <laughs>
1: but Wing Chun is a very different art to to apply. It's not like like boxing is a lot more high intensity. Wing Chun is about kind of allowing your opponent to throw their force at you, and you manipulating that power and that force against them. Um, so it's a lot of patience, and it can be hard to like sit and look at somebody and like, yeah. you know, like they're they're throwing punches at you, and like the fear of getting hit can get in the way of the um, the ability of Wing Chun to, like, be effective. So that's been something that, you know, like, sparring with people who are boxing, like, they're getting it a lot quicker. Yeah. You make it hit, you know, like, so we're trying to learn that, and that's been uh, a fun experience. Definitely.
0: Damn. Yeah, I've never um, – I, I did Taekwondo, like, for a month. And I was, like, really little and, like, you know, just a mentally ill kid. So, like, I was just, like, let loose. They they basically, they were like, he can't come anymore because I was getting too, like, <laughs> too into, into, like, the fighting and shit. So I've never, like, I've never gotten into that. And I kind of wish I did at some point because I imagine there's, like, a lot to learn with, like, uh you know, like you said, like, those kung fu, like, those uh, martial arts type of, you know, there's, like, almost, like, a internal spiritual type of, journey that you go if you want to like really like complete Mm -hmm. and i don't know i think that's really beneficial
1: for people um hopefully i
0: would love to you know maybe at some point in my life i'll get into it but yes and
1: um no and that 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 discipline uh is is the reason why i got into it i never really got into it to like go out and hurt people or i wanted to you know beat people up it was more of i learned this style in particular because it showed me that there was ways you can actually put people in a submission without even hurting them and let them think about it for a second cuz if you realize a lot of a lot of things are in the heat of the moment so it's not like that person is like really against you all the time i mean sometimes you know people can be evil and cruel but most of the time it's because somebody's reacting off of anger so if you can give mm. them a second to think about it it's like you know he's like let's talk about this and my my seafood's funny he's he's a bigger guy and he has a he has a big belly he'll tell you his his addiction is uh is food and like um and he he'll put you up in a submission and then have you like <laughs> sitting on the wall with his belly he's like why you hit me why we fight let's talk and Like it's it's hilarious so i i just love that 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 um uh, that approach to it instead of being like no i'm just trying to go out here and just fight as many people as i can and i want to see blood yeah well and i think that's like a lot of the misconception
0: of those <clears throat> those practices like sometimes it's like people think like oh they're fighting they're being violent it's like no it's actually quite the opposite a lot of, from not that I've taken it, but from what I understand, it's a lot more, you know, being calm, assessing situations, mm. like, submissing somebody versus, like, being the shit out of them. Mm. Like, you know, uh, like the bad pe- the bad guys in Karate Kid, like, that's not really how it is ever no. again. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever re- in real life heard of, maybe not. Ever, but like you very ever rarely hear of a team that's like actually like malicious and like we're using this like to fuck people up and bully them. Mm-hmm.
1: Like, right. you know? Well, and and if you look at the the concept of because I was actually going to bring that up because um, uh, Mister Miyagi has a really cool principle as far mm. as how he went to it. And, you know, I remember um, can't remember if it was the in the the one with the girl or if it was like the third like the third or second one or when uh, um, can't remember his name right now the main character karate daniel Daniel. Mm -hmm. if if daniel was like uh he uh, one of them was like oh that was really really cool that was really cool that um that was awesome he's like nothing nothing was cool about that people got hurt hurt, yeah Yeah, like that's that that like mm -hmm. might have been the first one yeah Yeah. i I think so Mm -hmm. and like that concept to me is like like he he whooped ass he looked cool as hell and you see this kid like looking at him like oh that was amazing and he's just like nah why was that amazing somebody got hurt i didn't get hurt because i'm that i'm that dude but somebody got hurt (laughs) and what i just to to, to talk on that uh the 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 group i what how i see that is if you if you actually look in the movies and the shows it's the the the, the kids aren't actually necessarily wanting to do that Mm. you know some of them are like this is kind of too much but they're (laughs) they're, it's their leader you know that's why mr miyagi go back to his principles he's Mm. like there's no such thing as a bad student Mm. only a bad teacher Mm. Mm. right I think so that's a very real concept, you know, that I you know, would say that they display um, pretty well in that.
0: Yeah, exactly. I also think there's kind of a correlation between like Eastern and Western cultures, you know, mm. like especially in like that movie Karate Kid, like the, the people who are Americanized, like use that. And they're like, oh, they, they are, you know, enjoying and getting into the violence whereas like, you know, the Eastern mind might, you know, they have that more approach like we were talking about mm-hmm. more calm approach
1: and that's that's uh you know i was in a conversation and and we we're just talking about like after seeing the oscars um on sunday it's like we uh, african americans need that mr miyagi and that bruce lee of of their of of their culture mm-hmm. you know who are the people who are actually displaying that 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 mr miyagi principle of like you know we don't act on violence uh we don't we don't react with our emotions we mm-hmm. we actually um are you know taking care of like ourselves and we're trying to take care of others is, is, you know and like that's a, a example that um uh, i'd like to see you know um in in the african-american culture but that's something that wing chun has has taught me and i've been able to learn through the kung fu principles
0: let me ask you this this might be a controversial question what are your thoughts on malcolm x then he's the same way okay
1: so so you he, he, he
0: wouldn't you, he, you think he's that way you don't think he's like a violent he, he was a violent he,
1: guy he 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 was never react he, he was never active with violence i see i see it was never i'm gonna i'm gonna come up and slap you in the face it mm. was if you slap me in the face and if you mm. continue to do it because this is actually what i'm learning with my two-year-old son okay because he, he he'll hit me i don't know where he got me you know, got this from there's some times where like i've responded with that but I'm i'm working on on not just responding with like a spank on the hand or something it's like because now he's hitting and now I'm not responding with hitting. But if he just keeps bullying me, eventually I'm going to have to show you, no, I'm putting that foot down. Yeah. And that's what you can see in the African-Americans in, in, the, uh, in the 50s, in the 60s, when they were you know being called all kinds of names, being spit on, like they weren't fighting back. That was a certain principle yeah. that, was, that should be displayed on, on, on the news that you know that should be shown to the children that look like them so they can see that you don't have to just respond just because someone calls you a name. Yeah. Why would you put yourself in harm's way just because you you called me something? Now mm. I'm getting in more phys- like I'm getting in more harm, risking my entire career, my family, whatever else. Mm.
0: I see interesting. This is also coming from a white guy who saw Malcolm X. So <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah, the whole well, understanding. And, and, <laughs> and, and, and it's a good I mean it's a good thing to to
1: bring up because I mean especially right now because a lot like that that is uh was has always been misunderstood Mm. a lot of people try to make him seem like he was this when really like like i said it was we're not promoting violence and you can look up interviews of him saying these exact words like we're not promoting violence but if you are are uh uh, promoting violence amongst my people Mm. then that's how we'll respond and that was after years he that, that wasn't his first like it wasn't, you know, uh, even in that in in the history of of, uh, of African Americans and uh, um, Europeans, it, it was never, like that was him, like that was finally someone, like hey, by any means we're gonna stop this. Yeah, I think there it does come to that point where, cause I've had it, you know, slap brothers up, you know, a couple <laughs> of times, it's like hey, you gotta you gotta put especially males, you gotta put them in check sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: let me ask you both. Uh, uh- what annoys you the most about the other brother?
1: <laughs> Go for it,
2: later. Uh, sometimes I always put me in check. Sometimes I like I think I'm doing already good, and then he would like, yeah, that wasn't really good. I'm like, ah, he just I feel like he's coming at me, but he's he's putting me on. But sometimes that gets to me. <laughs> put me in check.
1: <laughs> I can see that. Um, let's see. Maybe the fact that like today we had a podcast at twelve. <laughs> and i didn't hear from him until like eleven i <laughs> i'm like yo <laughs> like i don't know if you see the importance of like the opportunity for you
2: see? but but you know like
1: <laughs> so you know that's well, not yeah that's you know i appreciate it you know and you, you should appreciate it because i was on time sure. you know what i mean i was about no. to bring my baby and just myself you know <laughs> de, my my two-year-old was going <laughs> to take Day's position <laughs> And uh, he, he doesn't have much to say, but he's good to look at. <laughs> no, you're you're fine, man. I'm just giving <laughs> you shit. Uh, no, honestly,
0: I like I was saying before, I've been so fucking busy this week that it, it wasn't like a bad thing for us <laughs> to be a I I was fucking. Uh, yeah, I work late, yeah. I and the more busy I am, the more tired because I clean offices. So, you know, the more tired I am, the longer my shift takes. Right. So I find myself not getting home until like midnight and I have to wake mm-hmm. up at fucking eight, nine in the morning. It's rough, man. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, enough about me. That's not, <laughs> that's not the point of the podcast. <laughs> uh, let me ask you guys this. Some uh, current events. What are you guys' thoughts on the recent Will Smith-Chris Rock uh, scuffle, if you care to share any thoughts? Don't have to.
2: I mean, I I I definitely don't think it should have went down like that. That was definitely crazy.
1: (laughs) Yeah, uh, I mean that's that's why I spoke on like you know just speaking about Wing Chun, seeing how all this stuff Mm -hmm. like mixes in. It's that um, the first of all, I mean, I'm I'm human, so like anything that happens in the present, like unfortunately, it's on like some people get caught on camera. Right. Unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, but. Whether no matter what people how they look at like it in like a conspiracy way or or whatever it's like the the the, 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 the like like <laughs> no, no matter what people how people view it um oh Chris Rock was in the wrong or uh Will was in the wrong they're both like the, at the end of the day those two role models I was I mean re- and and really Will uh, uh bringing it into that kind of that kind of level of like making the the, the you know responding to his um emotions. That's not a good good characteristic to show to all of the people who look up to you because yeah. you got people who are young yeah. and older who um may see that as like there's people supporting that they made a song about it like about like you know <laughs> getting you know uh smacking you up like will you know like yeah. <laughs> uh you know but like that if if that's the case like if you have young men coming out here trying to like su- like protect their woman like that may put them in more harms Mm. They they mean? they're not gonna have the same leverage as Will. First of all, you're gonna get escorted mm. out, mm. yeah, beat up, shot, charged, a big fine, something, something. You're gonna have some whiplash that Will didn't have to worry about, but a kid on the street doesn't have that same kind of leverage and that same kind of reality. So that that'd be my biggest thing is like that's un, it's unfortunate that it's caught on live television because I mean he's a human. So I'm not like coming at Will because I, I I mean I, I rock with Chris. Right. <laughs> and i and I, and i and i got the uh i got the will for smith you know what i'm saying but <laughs> no but uh no but, but you know but but really i i i look at both of them as, as human beings so his joke could he have been sensitive i mean i don't think he ha- had to be mm. um the only only downfall i saw was that will responded with his emotions and then and then millions of people get to see that now they're now they're giving him more whiplash now he's got all this other reality that he has to deal with and um yeah. if he's already emotional I could put you on more of a uh, of a brick, and that's unfortunate.
0: Yeah, I think it really just shows like, <laughs> like how much like you kind of alluded to like how much power a person has, like to be able to just like go on live TV, do that, at and, the Oscars. like walk <laughs> at the Oscars, <laughs> walk away with the best actor, and like y-
1: y- you and know they, they were kind of the, like, then, yeah, the, we're the gonna
0: win. we're gonna maybe do something, but it. it's like, yeah,
1: right, you <laughs> my aren't gonna do anything. He's gonna still. I, have Dave a, Chappelle, I feel like puts it best i didn't hear his take what but... no when it was oh, even before general, like yeah. when on his um his self on his level of power oh I see. when he yeah, was on his stand up and he lit up a cigarette <laughs> yeah. he was like watch he's like they're not gonna kick me out he's yeah. like you don't got this kind of power motherfucker he's like lights up a cigarette and just start smoking he was like they, they can't kick me out <laughs> like right but that, so, Stop, there though, is, so there is there's a there is a there is a point of like you do got to respect other people's like Wor- w- the work that they've put in to get to mm-hmm. where they've gotten to exactly because I'm not exactly. going to come in here like you- you're able to do things in your house that I'm not able to do right, yeah. right now you're showing me what my like how far I can go if I can keep my shoes on or not Um, you know like all those kind of things but um, other than that like yeah it's
0: well, I'm, I'm glad you feel. I'm waiting for the um, the Will Smith moment to happen on, here on the podcast. <laughs> <So we> can, <laughs> hey, I, I and, but
1: you can also look at that moment being something that really just grabs people's attention. Oh, so I'm like, sure, like 10%. you know, what I'm saying, like, like what's that slap? <laughs> that slap that just like that's hey, gonna be that, the biggest TikTok
0: clip of my life. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for sure, man. Uh yeah, and you know, I, yeah, there. The, the conspiracy theories, I think, is was hilarious. They had the fucking the AK footage where they Chris Rock and just one shot had like a pad.
1: <laughs> I even see that. some of the
0: fucking memes uh, that come with this. It's like it's really like broken internet history in no a yeah. way, you know. It really is like the thing.
1: I I started to realize that some people just do things that have have both sides saying, "What the hell is he doing?" And I really rock with what he's doing. They wear something. They do something to the hair. Someone's like, "Yo, I don't, I don't rock with Col- Coleman's hair, yo. Then <laughs> like someone else is like, "I rock with it." But yeah, yeah, yeah. you're taking that risk, and you're getting both. Yeah. Both. Uh, what do you call it? Um, everybody's talking about you. Yeah. yeah. You know, so like, more people might buy Will's book. More. Oh, you definitely. Know, more people. Like you know, when Kanye dropped his 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 uh, documentary, more people listened to his albums. I know I did because I, I didn't really know much about Kanye to be honest. Really, um, and I actually really respect his grind in the beginning because I'm trying to learn how to grind as an artist and how to how to mold myself. So I've been watching everybody. Everybody's come up. Like how did a come up? Speaking of come up, J Cole he had a you know that was one of his albums. Mm. You know, but like that um, that idea, you know, of of. Uh, of having everybody talking about you is, is is you know i think it's valuable for it in the, in those positions like i bet i'm about to wear this flashy ass shirt some of y'all gonna like it some of y'all not right. yeah
0: you almost wonder if that was like 95 percent of it for why will did that you know because he could have done that in private right. he could have seen That's him out probably. back and then smacked him upside the head yeah. and then he would have been like nobody, very it would not have been the same coverage as the fucking Oscars with sixty cameras on this You know what I mean? That's why a lot of people I think thought it was fake because mm-hmm. it's like it's on live television. It's such a ridiculous thing.
2: Yeah, the way the smack sound—I thought it was fake just because it sounded like a punch. Yeah, so but like, it makes Boop. sense because they got those. Live yeah, there's that's right why there, I started thinking, Yo, would, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cut it off, you know, Mm -hmm. and And then everybody's reaction, too. So it's
1: like it can't really be fake because everybody was, yeah, that
0: was one of the most genuine reactions ever, Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) and everyone because everyone's they're playing their role. They're supposed yeah. to be playing the role, so they're like they're not trying to get out of character. They're like, oh shit, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. And respect to Chris Rock too. He, <laughs> he literally handled that like a fucking pro. Oh, like, I think so. He's like, he, he, he
1: looked like he reacted, like he was yeah. about to react, and he's like, hold oh, on, now no, I'm um, I'm working. <laughs> he was about to
0: like he was about to lay like the fucking worst fucking savage. He was about to pull some Ricky Gervais shit. And just,
1: <laughs> I, just I just wish to me the highest the highest like thing that could have happened was, yo, let's use our platforms to like go to my private gym put on some gloves and raise money mm. Mm. That been, like that been cool how me. many people would have like d- uh you know threw threw in on that like i'm, I'm betting on on chris mm. i'm betting on will and like raise money for fucking ukraine right now or something yeah. you know what i'm saying like we could have it could have been a, a better outcome of like getting the respect showing masculinity or whatever you could have done all that but also like Made it made it not uh, a, a news thing where like you took away all the black success that happened that night, but then also um, like make that very awkward for a lot of people that night. And then now people are still talking about it like and, and that's what we want to you know, talk about. It's like there's, <laughs> Oak Ridge was just yeah. on the news. You know, we were just on the news on Channel 13 with wow. the kids rocking it with all melanated kids. Like getting it, we had teenagers on the on the stage. We had uh, all the way down to uh, what, what was the youngest one like? Would they say eight or I think nine? Eight. Like, mm-hmm. that's what we should be constantly talking about. Like, we should bring that up every single day. Yeah, them kids were on the news, Channel Thirteen. You can watch it right now. Go look it up. Like that, that was and it was fun. I, he was on the news. Yeah, I'll, he went up there <laughs> and played a, a song with them that he learned in that moment. Yeah. he played the drums up yeah, there. Yeah, off
2: the top of the head. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah. And that goes to another central point, which I talk about playing the podcast is like localization. You know, like, you're right. Because, like, I mean, really, at the end of the day, people shouldn't give a shit about, you know, Will Smith and Chris Rock fighting. They should care about, like, uh, you know, whatever's going on in their life or in their city. You know, they should be looking at the local news. Like, that's what I do, you know, for the live streams, actually, because I'm going to start doing, like, kind of my own comedic, satirical take on news, you know. And, like, a lot of that's, like... I wanna focus on Des Moines news. Mm. You know, like things that have been My, my grandpa
1: will probably you know. watch it. He's he's watching the news twenty four seven. Like, yo, oh, yo, if you don't <laughs> shut the news off,
0: man. Um, send it to him and say if you want the most accurate news source <laughs> in Iowa, McAllister hours. <laughs> back backed by legitimate
1: <laughs> I, I'd rather have him watching that than he can watch that all day <laughs> instead of what what he's watching. <laughs> Cause it's funny because he actually watches both sides, and like he'll watch you know the the the, uh, the, the left wing and the right wing. He'll watch yeah. both news channels, and and like so I, I just feel like he's confused because then when he comes <laughs> he comes to me and like he'll he'll you can tell he he'll respond to me with like something he'll be like yeah I really think you should get that that vaccine. And I'm like uh, why <laughs> why are you worried about it? Right. Don't you have it? I just, I'm just, I'm just worried about you. I got that
0: too. Yeah. I'm worried
1: about you, Grandpa. <laughs> you watch too much news.
2: <laughs> like.
0: And that's the sad thing is he thinks he's like being really like open-minded and central, like, and but it's like you're still on
1: cable. You know? Yeah, like <laughs> very worried. And I'm like, yo, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm in conversations with my man Coleman. <laughs> Where he's got a different perspective than the news <laughs> right. that I can then re, uh, compare to yeah. what other people are saying yeah. instead of
0: just. There you go. Well, and that's like the, the beauty of podcasting too. It really, it really is becoming that like the alternate news thing. People want to hear people actually talk through things and not just like the minute takes. Like Sam, here, what's your take? With your thirty seconds on this, oh, hmm. they gave it to me on a teleprompter. Let me read it out loud.
1: You yeah. know. Speaking yeah. of, we uh, Dede, what's your thirty seconds uh, take on this being your first podcast? Twenty nine, oh. twenty eight, twenty six. <laughs> Put <laughs> me we'll on the spot right now. <laughs> no, but I think we should talk. Should talk about that though. That's a. Uh, um,
0: yeah, to me, it's you, a good
1: stepping stone.
0: Yeah, because you just started with this, you said, right? Six mm-hmm. months ago? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, how's it feel, so how does it feel like being kind of like a uh, small fish in a big pond, I guess? You know, stepping into the world of media.
2: Uh, I mean, I like it just because uh, I get to put my uh, visuals out there. <laughs> visuals. Um, uh, I don't really know, man. <laughs> I don't really have too much to say. I don't know why. I just, I don't know. <laughs> are, are you
0: somebody that has a lot of ideas flowing or do you kind of just like more technical with it or like what's
2: uh kind of just like kind of on the spot like what happens sometimes i watch videos and then get like ideas from there and then once we do like videos they'll kind of just pop up out of nowhere kind of like that so something like that <laughs> <Not> too much <laughs> yeah uh, that's um
0: cash gig you guys familiar with them cash game films
1: uh, no, I never yeah uh because they make the s with the cash sign don't they yep yep mm. He, that's kind of his
0: approach, too, is they kind of just, they all show up with their, you know, their blunts, and they're just like, all right, let's, what are we going to do here? And they're just the kind of, they pick a location, they kind of work with it, and they kind of mm-hmm. do it on the fly, you know? Yeah. And that's kind of the beautiful thing about the internet, too, is like, uh, you know, with, I mean, it's kind of a, I don't know, it's kind of a mixed bag in a way, but the good side of it is, like, that, you know, almost anyone these days can like you know like uh the iphone i have there it's a fucking 4k yeah like 120 frames per second iphone yeah, my
2: uh, first music video was shot on uh, my iphone damn man. yeah it looks pretty good so.
0: it really it like i think in the next 10
2: years it's gonna get to the point where
0: that's gonna be just as good as dslr mm-hmm. like oh yeah
2: did, definitely there's a sony uh camera that has like lens inside of it like you can like change the aperture and everything i'm pretty sure it's a new sony camera so, they're like, they're already on it. So. <laughs> fuck yeah, fuck mm. yeah. Yeah, it's
0: going to be interesting where that market goes. Like, But, you know, you're because you're always going to have, like, the film buffs who, like, are going to prefer the DSLR. Because I'm sure there's, in some sense, there's probably some level of, like, manual control mm-hmm. that I think is kind of comforting, you know? Yeah. Like, when you're kind of working with a digital interface, it could all, you know, in theory, it could crash.
2: Yeah, yeah. You
0: know what I mean? Like, you could be on an iPad but like... I could be in the middle of a podcast and this whole phone just shuts just shut off down. and I lost the angle and I'm mm. fucked. You know? yep. But if I had a DSLR, you know, it's cutting up in part. I guess I could do it on the phone too, but like you know, it's like cutting up in parts and it's it's a little easier to like yeah. kind of get off uh, mm-hmm. a card, you know? Yeah, yeah it's yeah. a lot better. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So we'll see. That's that's technical talk, but <laughs> <laughs> guys, if you want you want to know the ins and outs of the film industry watching the Cal Stars podcast news film music we're like the fucking CNN of Iowa podcast man we have we're 100% legitimate right here in your backyard
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: you I'm curious about your take on this uh, you mentioned that you um, you know you're really into Kanye you like Kanye and I love his music too um, what, what do you think about the recent controversy with uh you know I'm all about controversy say sorry um, you know him and Kim and Pete and do you have thoughts on that
1: man I'm just working on getting my emotions in check at 26 you know <laughs> if, if I can because we're creatives and that's the biggest thing is that I, I feel like a lot of people hold things against creative people they don't because mm-hmm. a lot of people don't relate to the depths that people that creative people think and feel like the reason why kanye makes good music is because he thinks way deeper than the people who actually listen to it mm. you know so it's like they're 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 disconnected and that disconnection creates all the the extra drama and the extra like backlash that really i mean and then he has to deal with that and deal with his own personal life mm. like if i was dealing with that right now in my personal life when i'm trying to like learn how to be a father learn how to be a husband when i wasn't taught that um, learn how to deal with my own emotions and how to have self love when i wasn't taught that um repair all of the like the the damage and sickness that i have grown from growing up and things that you know I, that i've been in from my environment that i've also done to myself like being on front of the whole world while healing that like i i wouldn't want to be and that's why i'm like Yo, i want to get my my stuff in check now yeah. so before i blow up i at least have a little more uh control of um responding to my emotions so I don't just be so reactive I'm more of active and being on front and, and on top of of uh you know my the thing that I can control which is myself
0: yeah do do you think there's you know anything to that though like his <coughs> like neville you know level narcissism like maybe he wants that in a sense you know because he likes the attention cuz there's something i mean i think nowadays he's more kind of the traditional like You know, when it comes to God, he's pretty traditional in terms of, like, his beliefs. But there was a point where, like, he, I mean, he would literally say he was God. And, he you know, he was, like, so narcissist to the point that he, like, believed that. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Do you have any thoughts on that?
1: Yeah. um, Man. Because I I think there's, that he definitely needs more, like, you have to be balanced with, like, your um, understanding of being a part of God being a part of this universe being a part of the ever-flowing creation and love um and then also like being separate from that too and not 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 identifying wholly with it you know like um but uh yeah i mean i think because i remember watching this documentary and it just seemed like it's good. I I haven't seen it. Yeah, he, he was talking about. He was like, uh, he's like it's kind of narcissist of me, uh, making this doc, filming this documentary even mm-hmm. now. Um, so he he was like he wasn't trying to be that at that time. It seemed like. Um, so I don't know if, but then he also his camera dude was like he eventually told his camera dude like I'm putting on a mask, so get ready like it's going to be a little different, mm-hmm. type stuff. That that was not the exact wording, but like he's uh, he did say he was putting on a mask. You know, um, so I, I think he plays a role because there's something inside a narcissist that I think most people relate to,
0: oh yeah, I mean i I think almost anyone has some level of narcissistic, so uh, if you traits. if you
1: make music based off that, I think you're yeah. on top because now you're relating to like a core thing in humans,
0: well, exactly, and you know, and that is where I think he deserves some credit is like he has been pretty transparent about that aspect of his life. Like uh, My Beautiful Darkest of Fantasy, like that entire album is about
1: that. Just, just listen to that whole thing through for the first yeah. time like last month. Oh, for real? Yeah. Damn. And then I watched yeah. the film afterwards and it was, I, I really I really enjoyed it. Yeah. We yeah. were just listening to Monster on the way here actually mm-hmm. and, and Runaway. Yeah, I, I
2: don't think I've ever heard those really good songs. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I don't
0: know what your guys' take on this, but I think it's really sad when people like can't separate the art from the artist. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of people are, like, taking all this Kanye stuff, and they're like, oh, I cannot listen to his music anymore. And it's like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> Adolf Hitler was a painter. Can you, like, not acknowledge that he had beautiful paintings because right. he killed six million Jews?
1: Hmm. Yeah, I not even know he was a painter. <laughs> yeah, that was his... Oh, that was <laughs> his I, whole
0: thing. That's, but, like, the... Man. That's, like, the theory is, like, he... Um, he, he tried to go to art school and like they wouldn't let him in. <laughs> so that's always the joke is like uh, if only he'd been let to art school he might have not killed 6 million Jews. <laughs> Man, he's, he's just trying to let that's his creativity nice. out I guess.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh.
0: Good old Hitler everybody. <laughs>
1: As in good and old. Good, good old. Good, yeah. It's good. good he's dead. Yeah. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs>
0: yeah. I was reading about, like, his final days. Like, I, I was just kind of, like, on a random, like, rabbit hole and just looking shit up. And, yeah. I, I put my racist gear on. I was like, all right, I'm going to look into Hitler. I'm going to fantasize about
1: <laughs> well, I, well what i would say what i would say on that is that i think it's important to because like i started reading uh reading into psychology during 2020 i had plenty of time on my hands with uh being in the house so i just started reading books and uh I, um i was diving into like a lot of people that are not willing to admit the hitler that is inside of them mm. and that the fact that you don't admit um admit that that that, that it's not that you are is that you have the same ability to get to that place. And if you don't mm-hmm. accept that, you have a shadow within you that will come out in different ways. So now you're either harming yourself, you're harming your loved ones in passive ways that it's trying to come out and you're holding it back instead of just accepting it and mm-hmm. looking and, and, and being okay with like the, um, the the different things that come up in your mind or like that you feel is just what do you act on is is you know is different, but that, yeah.
0: Yeah, have you heard Carl Hart?
1: uh no he was a You're psycho- no, he was a psychologist <laughs> in
0: the or philosopher slash psychologist in the 60s and he had the a very similar concept like with shadow and like everyone has a dark aspect of them uh
1: to them uh tool actually uh we're not talking about carl jung right
0: Oh, wait, wait. That, that's the guy. Never mind. Not Carl. Carl Hart's the...
1: I had a feeling I'm like, I, I think
0: we're talking about Carl Jung. <laughs> Carl Jung. Okay. Yeah. yeah, okay. So you do or know H- who I'm Jung, talking about. Jung, I think, yeah. Jung, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I um, like, was really into that like three, four years ago, that whole concept. I think that's really important for people to grasp. It's like, yeah, I, Like every every single person has some dark aspect to them. Mm-hmm. You know? I, and... People don't, you know, you wouldn't think this face, you know, at face value, but like actually figuring that out and dealing with it and like working through it and maybe even like letting it escape a little bit is going to help you better in the long run than like, you know, trying to keep it all boxed in, bottled up because eventually it's going to explode and it's going right. to be mm-hmm. way worse. Mm-hmm.
1: So, how do you deal with anger, Dede? Uh
2: I don't know. I kind of just sit and kind of try to meditate. <laughs>
1: i i say that so as a joke I, like
2: sometimes i get mad i want to punch up but like nah, i don't need to go there just let me let me sit down and let me let me think what, what's going to happen, what's, what's happening right now yeah mm-hmm. that's,
1: that's good. good and i say that because uh yeah just growing up uh, i know from like and it's a lot of uh family households that where you where you suppress the the anger mm. and because like you don't you're not supposed to be mean. You're not supposed to be these things. And like being anger is bad and you're not supposed to be angry and those kind of things. So like you move, like push those emotions aside. And anytime you feel those, you like, you know, um, it, it's a bad thing mm-hmm. instead of it being okay. and like experiencing your emotions. So if you do that, you grow up to be a, a 20 year old who hasn't gone through your anger before. And now you're going through new experiences that is eventually going to pull that out. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. you don't even know how to deal with it now. Yeah,
0: well, that's kind of like an epidemic of like I think our generation is like there's there's a whole generation of helicopter parenting that like has like like you said like prevent kids from having these emotions so they're having them when they're like a you know people are having like these mental breakdowns and they're like in their 20s because they you know they've been in this like cradled soft environment and they've never like I feel like I kind of went through that personally like I'm at the point now at you know your age like 26 where I'm like just getting over that like mm-hmm. i had my own period probably from like you know 19 to 22 23 where like i felt like i was going through that too so mm-hmm. yeah man it's a real thing uh and you know kind of speaking to what kind of you were saying like i think there needs to be more education and uh emphasis on like trying to you know it, it does, things don't need to be padded mm-hmm. you don't need a padded playground mm-hmm. you know it's good to let kids like you know get a little roughed up You know, go through a little bit of shit because, as painful, and you're a parent, I'm not, so this is me (laughs) talking out my ass a little bit. But uh, you know, I think it's better to it would be better to see that kid kind of go through some of that pain initially than have to go through more later on. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I just want to say, just because I'm a parent, don't mean I won't talk out my ass. (laughs) I'll talk out my ass now. That's the key, (laughs) man. Got to lie to them so they (laughs) calm down. Hey, I'm gonna get you that in just a second. I told him a second, really? <laughs> you don't know second, a second already passed. lying <laughs> 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 <what to> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, I don't know.
0: My, uh, I was told uh, because I said so. Uh, because I said so, like way too much. <laughs> As a kid growing up, just like, <laughs> shut up. Because I said so. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. clears throat>
1: what? What? What is everybody's most the the thing that they heard most? growing up they heard the most yeah from like their household Hmm.
2: i'll be there <laughs> <laughs> i'll be there, <laughs> I'll be there. <laughs> 10 minutes <laughs> it'll be a whole hour <laughs> or not at all right <laughs> <laughs> i'll
1: be there <laughs>
0: turn your stick tune your music down i think that's probably why i heard the mm.
1: most <laughs> you, know, you know that's a one i i definitely was told to stop smoking weed a lot in high school from my parents and <laughs> all my elders <laughs> and teachers. <laughs> so that's probably yeah. I'll, I'll say that's the first thing that pops in my head.
0: <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I didn't start that till I was an adult. So I kind of. I don't know. Was, I I can see like as a teenager how like. Uh, there's a little more, like, rejection or, you know, opposition to that. That's something, like, me and Molly kind of still disagree about is, like, when to introduce, like... Because, I I mean, I know it's technically, you know, frowned upon, but I don't think it's necessarily the worst thing to, like, in a supervised environment, let your kid partake a little
1: bit. It it seems like in most scenarios, the kid has already started. Exactly. Isn't it, like... I mean, there is... I, I have met parents... That have just given it like mm. that they give it to their kid like no nah, t- try this <laughs> yeah. yeah what the hell is wrong with <laughs> <your ass? laughs> but that's the same like uh it's the thing that i go through with my two-year-olds like people just want to give him candy mm. they want to give him things like let's wait like let's wait, like, wait till he's five or even ten yeah to try that for his first time mm. Mm. he can be older he can experience it more consciously his body will be god body at that point because he's he's natural as hell and then like so he can now fight against he can actually eat candy at at more ease because his body has like more things to you know it's not over consumed with it and like so yeah so it's the same thing it's like you know you don't got to just give it to him yeah like just because
0: i think a lot of times restrictions have the opposite effect you know, mm-hmm. it's like in Colorado when they uh, first legalized marijuana. Um, they actually found that the rate of underage
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, use, like, dropped. Yeah. Exactly. yeah like, no, everybody was like, we're just going to wait. You know? Can't wait so I'm 21. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, it, it has... It I mean it just the studies are pretty clear every time, it just seems that but also I kinda understand like the other side of it where it's like you're giving your kid pot, like really like Yeah, know? I mean I'm
1: not I'm not going. Yeah, yeah. You know? Um and I, I, I will try beating it out my kid if they came to me first. <laughs> nah, I'm just I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. And uh, um but I, I would I would um I would challenge the the child first and when I say child like I'm also talking like thirteen because I, I do know like parents that have given it to them at like seven mm. and eight
0: yeah well that that's not a good idea
1: I don't like I don't promote that
0: <laughs> I was talking like seventeen yeah, yeah. see you saying child and I'm like I know some folks I, know some, child. Yeah. I I think the I think the youngest age I've had on like for per a person that's used is eight. I had, a, I had this guy, Shaky Sean, on. He had the story, the first time he ever took marijuana, he was 10. Mm. And they had this plate of br- pot brownies. And he just, like, started eating them like they were regular brownies. <sighs> so, like, the first time he ever had marijuana, he basically, like, fucking tripped off it. <laughs>
1: yeah. He yeah. went through a psychedelic experience. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. At 10.
0: <laughs> That's oh. the thing I don't understand. Is like, because, you know not to get into this too much, but, like, when I started, it wasn't, like, super... Like, it was kind of gradual, you know? I can't imagine somebody going coming away from, like, an experience where it's, like, really, really, really fucking intense, and they're like, I'm just gonna do this all the time now. (laughs) (laughs) Like, if you took acid, and you had, like, a crazy fucking trip, and then you were just, like, the next day, like, I'm gonna do that again. Like, it's like, you were fucking insane. Crazy. And, like, not... I have met people that do that. It's not very many, but... You know, it's interesting. The world of drugs. <laughs> yes. Carl Hart, by the way, the person I was i mistaken, he he's interesting. Uh, he has a book called uh, Druggies for Adults. Mm-hmm. And he's actually a regular uh, heroin and meth addict, or okay. not okay. act, uh, <laughs> maybe <fine>. an act, <laughs> uh, a, a user. He's a regular user, but he's like a professor. Yeah, at, I've heard uh, of this guy. Yeah, yeah. And he, you know, just like a couple times a week, he just like snorts heroin and like, he seems like a pretty calm guy. He's not the archetype of what people, I mean, I think it's just, you know, it's clear time and time again, like most people who use drugs don't become addicts. Like addiction is not correlated to the substance you use. It's like, mm-hmm. it's the user. Cause yeah, right. you can
1: find addiction and all, like all the things I saw, I saw something that, uh, just recently scrolling through, uh, social media. It was like, um, uh, dang, sorry. Just had it. What was the last thing you said. Addiction. Talk about addiction. Yeah, uh, uh, dang, I, 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 I lost it. It. <laughs> it was good too. It was good juice. It was good juice. Day day, help us juice. out, man.
2: <laughs>
0: no, uh, That's why we have Molly here. Molly always can pick it up because she's I like, I can't remember. We talk. We talk about, we're about uh, addiction, heroin. Oh, oh uh, Carl uh, Hart. No, I got it. It was okay, they okay. were
1: saying that if um, before you um, point fingers at an addict. To try <clears throat> setting your fo- phone down for 24 hours and see how many times you want to ah, pick it up. Yeah. That's the feeling that an goes through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, dang, that, that was a good way to put it because most people can relate to that feeling of putting your phone down and like, oh, where's, where's my the phone? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Check, which I do need to check the time because I got a little kid to pick up. What time do you got to go? Uh, he's right up the street, so I can leave here at 2.30. Okay, okay, so we got a little bit of time here. Um,
0: yeah, I was just, um, OBS, our mutual friend, um, I've always loved mm-hmm. his track. Uh, yeah. yeah, I've always loved his track "War on Mugs." I think, like to this day, it's like one of the most genius tracks mm. I've like ever heard. Because I've always cor—I've always made that correlation, like coffee, marijuana. Because like the people who criticize marijuana use almost always are fucking coffee addicts and or alcohol addicts, and like they're just ignorantly like, ah, oh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, I love how he's like. Uh, imagine if Reagan was like on a corner, like fiending for coffee beans in a Ziploc baggie. It's like, goddamn, I, would, yeah.
1: it, I love it, it. If it was harder, if it was harder to get, if it wasn't as accessible, yeah, it, it would be down to that. Like mm-hmm. yeah, but when we, people didn't have alcohol at stores, they made it. Right. They made it happen. Mm-hmm. So it's not like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna have to. Um, the war War on Drugs. Ob song, War, it's is. called it's called War on Mugs on Mugs. Mm, yeah, ah, that's that's the, clever, that's the clever. Yeah, okay, yeah. I'm gonna have to check that out. I don't I don't think I've heard that.
0: Yeah, it's tight. He, it was funny. Check he that. was talking about it on a um on podcast. He like got all this money for that project, the obisms too, um from like some institution and. I, I I don't know if he kept the money or not, but, like, they specifically were like, we don't like that song. Like, they hated the War on Mugs song because they didn't, you know, it was like this institution. They didn't want to promote, like, a song talking about drug use. And, like, he fucking, like, he kept it anyways. He was like, you know, this is a... I'm so it's glad really he did. It's yeah. a great track. Arguably the best in the album, in my opinion. Like, it's... Mm. Mm. It's Definitely good
2: gotta listen to it. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah.
0: Well, uh, we got one more thing before we wrap up, dude, but do you guys have anything else you want to... Any topics you want to discuss or anything you want to mention
1: what's, what's something they should watch man they got anything we can just drop <laughs> should they come to the barn? what what's, what do you want to tell them man I mean, check out every thursday you know
2: on dk mamu kashi's uh youtube
1: youtube channel we dropped the remix we just dropped uh, swimming pools yep. thursday uh where we're promoting uh drinking lemon water and tea um and then last week we were in uh, Walnut Creek campus in the library. Yeah, that was that
2: off, was nice. Yeah, off go.
1: Uh, we were doing the song <laughs> go, "Go Off." off. Yeah, uh, that you was it in the library. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, was, yeah, Man, that's tight. <laughs> we oh, had, yeah, we had we had uh, dancers and like everything. It was, <laughs> one of the teachers got in it. Like, <laughs> like, oh. Yeah, that's fun. It, it, like, so every Thursday we've been doing that, and the idea is just to bring, bring a positive uh influence with the song like the popular songs that are already out there you know instead of alcohol and swimming pools can we show water because it, yeah. it's not that like I, i'm against alcohol or that i don't drink it's just that i would rather that like, there's enough content out there about alcohol yeah what about lemon water like tea and all that <laughs> water <laughs> drink, drink. <laughs> that's a catchy song though drink. Yeah, yeah, it's uh but other than that i mean that's that's uh our, our our big thing we got going on. We got all kinds of performances coming up. Uh yeah. My brother normally performs with me on the drums. Uh-huh. Um and if he's not drumming, he's got the camera, so okay. um
0: Shit, shows. I got one more thing to ask you, I just thought of this. Uh you recently performed in front of Earth Gang, right?
1: We both did. Yeah, oh, well, you not both in did? front of them, but it exactly. was definitely on the same Show. stage. Yeah. Oh, know, you know. They, they could have been in the back. Uh, I met. I definitely True. met. Olu, um, I shook up with Olu. I got to sh- shake up with Duckworth. I sat in the backstage when they performed, uh, which is nice. pretty pretty dope. Uh, what was her name? Uh, Sudan Archives. She really yeah. rocked with me and Duckworth. They really rocked with us. Uh, me and Andre Davis. When they mm-hmm. saw saw us they uh sudan said we had a uh, old nigga energy <laughs> so me and andre were playing about calling one of our mixtapes uh one but yeah so i mean it, it was but it was great that was actually um that was a a, a pivotal moment for me as an artist because that was my highest paying gig i was on the main stage um and uh it, it brought me a lot of attention it gave yeah. me it also hel- helped me get like really professional they asked me for a stage plot i'm like i don't even know what a stage <laughs> plot is like i had to like f- you know figure out like the, the, uh i had to go about this show a lot differently a lot more professional and then that's when i started looking up other artists i'm like how why are they getting paid so much why does earth gang get paid more than me when they come on the same stage mm-hmm. okay bet let me start applying some of these things
0: <clears throat> that's fucking awesome man and that's what i love about you um you know, both of you is like, you guys have a very, like, uh, you have intuition, Mm, like, you know, (laughs) like you, you're not necessarily going about like a structured way. Like, I feel like I've done the same, you know, very similar thing with the podcast. It's like, you're figuring out as you go. And that's Mm -hmm. the beautiful thing about media and art and music is like, you know, like you learning that and like getting those, you know, those spots like with earth Gang. like no school can teach you that, you know, that is purely like you figured out that and i like was a that.
1: dnf student all the way up until <laughs> the end of high school yeah. <laughs> no exactly. child left behind no. thank you <laughs> 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 just, just being real i i started i started reading after oh, high school <laughs> like, <laughs> shout out to that law man. or that rule or whatever you want to call it yeah, yeah that was tell me out. was that
0: bush or obama
1: I think it was, it was Bush. It was definitely okay. Bush. Yeah, because it, it started for me early, because I'm glad it started for me early. Cause I would have got held back in second grade. I, was, yeah. I I just didn't apply myself. And then when I graduated, I started reading and started, like, diving into yeah. different studies. And that's when, that's, when I, that's when I got my G stuff. That's when you see me now out here giving this knowledge to the kids. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Well,
0: this has been a fucking great episode, guys pleasure to have you guys on uh i feel bad because i
1: know we like have scheduled this like a million fucking times so i'm glad we could finally get you in hey I'm, I'm i'm glad to be here chilling chilling with you and and we actually made it happen i'm also grateful you were patient with me as well because i had a reschedule I mean, oh it's i had a 10-hour wedding i don't even i'm not even a photographer don't tell nobody but i'm not necessarily a photographer <laughs> but like i know you, how to man. i know how to shoot i know how to shoot yeah. i'm actually really good at uh, taking photos i'm not gonna lie um but Uh, I had a 10-hour wedding last time we had something, and that was my first 10-hour wedding, and I was like, I I asked to get an hour off. I'm like, hey, you know, leave, but yeah, it it wasn't. So I appreciate your flexibility and and having this, man, being consistent with it and, like, still having this going because that's what we need is consistency.
0: Thank you, man. I appreciate it. You know, we're both we're, we're all busy people, and uh, it's great to have you guys here. Nice. Got one more thing before we wrap up. Um, you guys might hate this, you might you might love it. Who knows? We have something called the fucked up bucket mm. here on the Macau Stars podcast. Uh, what this is is this Maybe is a ser- this is a ser- <laughs> the newbie goes first. Yeah, yeah. Um, I talk the most. So, so <laughs> you don't have to do this, but if you don't do it, I'm just gonna read it. So you might as well do it. Um, basically, what you do is we have cards with things written on them and um your job is to read them out loud so i will let you go first just read them yeah just read them out loud
1: then that's that's on tv right now <laughs> <laughs> it's all good D- no, no, dk no, okay. figured it out most <laughs> people aren't the best readers
2: <laughs> now that masks Mandates. Oh, shit. <laughs> what <laughs> I'll read it I like just wrote this, yeah, go, go oh, for it. Okay. now that mask mandates have been dropped in most places, we can't see who the true what's that? Pussies are
1: <laughs> word up, we see you pussies out there, oh, just do one, just do one, oh, okay,
0: yeah, I only have so many, you know i'm not that I'm not that bright,
1: <laughs> why are these ones pink, man? are these the like if I open it it's i have uh get a win ten dollars or something. Put my gas yeah, thing.
0: Those those are the special ones.
1: I don't want a special one. I've yeah. been special my entire life. A special ed. Um, <laughs> the next great rap battle: Stephen Hawking versus Mark Zuckerberg on life support. <laughs> That's what you had me say. I've read Stephen <laughs> Hawking's book. <laughs> I rock with. Won't that be hilarious? They'd be the, both on computers. It'd be like
0: a computer rap bell, you know? Yes. I might know. as
1: well just have them out there doing it, man. Everyone's <laughs> rapping these days. Get on it. Exactly. Right. <laughs> hey, you know what? These aren't the worst cards I've... <laughs> <laughs> nice. No, I like the first
0: movie.
1: <laughs> thank you, thank you. All right. What he's saying is he didn't like the second <laughs> <movie>. <laughs> It
2: was better than the... Better. This, this is, is the an first
1: inside joke.
0: You guys might not get this. The woman Lolo Savage sleeps with.
1: I know Lolo Savage. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he he was the guy that threw the uh, the event, the uh hip hop showcase that we were at at the mm-hmm. private bar that we had LSF yeah. before on oh, yeah. the drum. That that's a little savage. Yeah. Okay.
0: Dirty whores.
1: <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <true>. <laughs> <laughs> what, what did uh Kanye say? He said uh I can have a good girl but still addicted to the hood, right oh, yeah, on the runaway. Year. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. But
1: mm-hmm. shout out to Kanye. Hey, yay! He got a new song right Jesus. now called "Yay Not Crazy." I, I haven't listened to it yet. He just dropped a song called "Yay Not Crazy." Oh, for real? Yeah. So he's he's le- he's letting the world know that he's not crazy. I
0: I, I don't believe that. I
1: I, I just always had the concept of everybody's fucking crazy, right. you know. Like yeah. the <laughs> fact that you're just walking <laughs> around and acting like everything's cool in life, <laughs> everything's normal. You crazy? as hell. Yeah. Yeah. The fact
0: it. I'm here interviewing people twice a week and crazy people come, people coming. yeah. Insanity man. Hmm. All right. Uh Day Day, DK. It's been a fucking pleasure, man. Yes, I always like you. I always like uh having brothers in the studio. I like that dynamic. Um no, That was fun. Yeah, it's always fun. So
1: no, it's Fuck great up. to see see my brother and uh we'll definitely be talking about his, his experience in the car, <laughs> see how he felt. <laughs> We get to behind the scenes. Maybe maybe y'all see it later. Maybe y'all won't. Better take notes, man. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) yeah, for service.
0: No, we'd love to have you guys back uh, when you can. I know we're all busy, but we'll figure something out here later in the the year. Yes. All right. Peace, everybody. Have a good one.